Boom. And we are live with another episode of the Brownwater Banter Podcast. My name is Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. That's right. We got a great show for you today. We have Jay in the studio, man, hanging out with us. We're going to be talking about the uh, the Triple Tail Championship. It's a tournament coming up. I'll let you guess what fish it's for. Uh, <laughs> but before we do that, we're going to jump into uh, to the uh, to our sponsors, man, the people that support our show. And we got some cool stuff to talk about today. Yeah. Rolling off the boat show uh, a couple weekends ago. We had a great time out there. Uh, a lot of good... People we met, a lot of great companies, saw a lot of killer boats that I can't afford, uh, had a, a damn bunch. good time. But uh, first and foremost here, Southern Magnolia Smiles, man. Uh, let me pull it up right here. Boom. Dr. Robbie Williams and his friendly staff. I just went there this week, got the old teeth clean, man. If you're looking for a great local dentist, you can't beat Southern Magnolia Smiles. Look them up. They're on Facebook. Uh, they're on Instagram, at Southern Magnolia Smiles, or... You can go to their regular website at southernmagnoliasmiles.com or give them a call at 228-215-1202. Let them know you heard about them on the Brown Water Banter podcast and you're looking for a good dentist and uh, tell Robert we said what's up. Yep. Right, Jay? No doubt. No doubt. Uh, and here, So here's what I was mentioning. This is what I want to talk about. Y'all been hearing us talk about Hill Tree Marketing. That's Jesse it. Hill and his team. Uh, right here, look at him. He's got a whole team built out. If you're looking for any type of website design, these are your people. He does photography, aerial cinematography. Uh, he's got a drone, man. He can make you a commercial. He can build you a website. He can do pretty much anything digital that you need marketing-wise for your business, for your company, for whatever. <clears throat> Maybe you make stuff at home. Maybe you got an Etsy account or something and you want to you know, get more official. Jesse and Hilltree Marketing can do it for you. And I'm not just making that up. I'm going to grab my phone here. No, we, we, um, Jesse emailed us yesterday and was like, guys, guess what? And I was like, what? He was like, we entered you into the Addy Awards. I had, Addy to, Awards. had to pull it up on yeah. the phone. Yeah. And we won. Yeah. We, we actually won. We won I, best in show and we won. Smart. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I got it right here. Website category. Uh, they won. Okay. So we won gold in the website category and then overall best in show for website. Heck yeah. uh, and there was a lot of like big local names. Yeah. In this competition, Joey and I didn't even know we were in the competition. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Jesse. But Jesse hooked it up, and he won. And so I, we say all that to brag on ourselves a little bit, even though we didn't do anything other than hook up with a great local uh, company. We, the people that sponsor this show, we know all of them. Yes. Uh, and we well, don't just – I mean, we get to handpick who we work with. And uh, I'm proud to say that just like Southern Magnolia Smiles, Hilltree Marketing is crushing it, and they're doing great work, and we appreciate it. So – uh, we're not just, you know, taking the money and not supporting or believing in the cause. We really do uh, right. think Hilltree's doing a great job. And but we will take your money, too. We'll take <laughs> money. That's right. But uh, so jump over to brownwaterbanter.com. Look at what Jesse did. It's an award-winning website now. We can say that. That's right. Uh, or go to hilltreemarketing.com and look at the other websites that he's built that uh, aren't as cool as us. So, But they're, they're great. They're uh, not websites. gold. That's they're not right. the gold standard. Uh, and moving right along into high-quality work and high-quality sponsorships that we truly believe in. Vincent Brule, you probably heard it before, Saltwater Fabrication. He had a booth set up at the boat show, man. He built what Joey was like. It was a custom T top. T top, yeah, it was nice. Had everything trimmed out on it. I mean, just installed new spot speakers. He did all kinds of stuff on yep, it. Yeah, you can see did. you can see the bead, the uh, the weld here with the yeah. dimes uh, right there. I mean, he does T tops. Was like his bread and butter starting out. I'm flashing them on the screen for the live viewers, but. Uh, and you if know. you saw him at the boat show, all his merchandise, that rack that it was hanging on, he built that the night before. That's right. And it was money. So. That's right. And there's his uh, hoodies. There's his shirts. 
But uh, if you're looking for any work to be done when it comes to custom metal fabrication, he just built a floating dock for uh, French Hermit. Yep. Mr. Uh, was it Mike? Mike Arguelles. Yeah. Arguelles. Yep. And it, it's there's a video we shared it on our page. Go check it out. It's it's quality stuff. So uh, give him a call. Like I said, if you can think it up, he can build it. Saltwater Fabrication two two eight two two nine eight eight five five. And we are uh, proud to be working with him as well. So yep. I think we got all of them there, Joey. Right. Nailed him? Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay. So uh, moving right along, like we said, Jay, man, what's up? Thanks for sitting through that uh, little expo- uh, long-winded uh, sponsorship list. But uh, you're in the studio here today, and we're talking about the Triple Tail Championship. Is that right? Yes, sir. Thank you all for having me. Uh, glad to be here. Uh, yeah, dude. man, no doubt. Um, so where? tell us a little bit about your backstory. That's usually what we, how we start this show. So okay. tell us um, how you got into fishing and what you do with fishing. Uh, so I got into fishing at a young age. Uh, I used to go spend a week with my grandfather in Crystal River, Florida, uh, when I was growing up in the summertime. And uh, he was a big fisherman, uh, actually owned seafood importing business uh, down in Tampa, Florida, uh, when he was when my mom was growing up. And then uh, he branched out to Chattanooga and, and took his brother, kept Tampa, and he, he, he opened up in Chattanooga. And so he'd always had a love for fishing and then spending time with him when I was young down there, you know, I got the fishing bug. It's in your blood. It yeah. is. Yeah. My, my father, uh, <clears throat> he, he's, he was not as avid of an angler, but he recognized my desire to, to chase fish. And so he would, you know, get his friends or hire a guide and, and take me out when he could, you know, when we were growing up to, to take me to go fishing. I just, I, it just stuck. Yeah. <laughs> it happens sure. that way. All right, so you wear many hats, and the hat you have on right now is Irish Wake. So you're also a captain, right? Yes, sir. I've got uh, Irish Wake Fishing, which is an inshore guide service. Um, started that probably about six years ago um, and been doing it uh, ever since. Based out of? Uh, Mobile Bay. Mobile Bay. Now, as long as I've lived here on the Gulf Coast, and as many times I've been to Mobile and, and Orange Beach and all that, I've never fished over there. I've really? never fished in Mobile Bay. I've never been on the water over there. We have a really dynamic fishery over there. It's a year-round fishery. A lot of people don't realize that. I mean, sure, there's some transition months that it gets a little tougher in. Right. Um, but, I mean, we have a year-round fishery from different things we can chase, you know, during different times of the year, which is really unique from, you know, a big open water fishery to tidal rivers yeah. and stuff like that. So we've got a lot of options over there. Is it is it different than over here? As I would assume it's probably pretty much the same species. It's, it's similar. I mean, I fished a lot of y'all stuff over here too. It's, it's 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 very similar, but there are different nuances, I would say. Okay. Yeah. It's I mean, it's there's more places to go too. Like when it when it's windy, you can tuck in the back. When it's fun, I mean, when it's slick, you can go offshore, run out, especially Hit, what do y'all y'all fish petty boy what do y'all fish over there um dolphin well, we island have, we have the west end of dolphin island uh sometimes we'll go over um i usually keep a a, a mississippi license so i can go over i like fishing petty boy and horn island and stuff right. like that too but we got dolphin island then we got the front beaches of dolphin island and excuse me we have the west end of dolphin island then we got the front beaches of dolphin island and then you've also got the fort morgan peninsula on the other side of the bay on the other side of the mouth right. of the bay so that you know there's a lot of options there for coastal fishing and then you've got the open water we've got natural gas rigs in the bay we've got other uh ccl alabama and uh the department of natural resources have uh, put out a lot of artificial reefs throughout the bay and the mississippi sound and alabama waters that provide a lot of opportunity and then there's a lot of marsh opportunity and different barrier islands or little things like that yeah so basically almost the same as us just a little bit bigger yeah sure what uh what boat do you fish uh, I fish a 24-foot Isla Mirada Boatworks uh, with a half tower um, that I had 
This is uh, the second one I've had. The first one I did not have the half tower, and I uh, put it on the on the second one, and it was a great addition, especially yeah, for no what doubt. I love to do. We know yeah. a guy that can build you one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one hat. Tell us about the other two gigs that you have. So I also uh, am a commercial real estate broker with Sterling Properties. Uh, they're based out of uh, Covington, Louisiana, and we have an office in Mobile, the uh, Gulf South office out of Mobile, and covers kind of the Mobile, Pensacola, uh, Florida Panhandle markets. Um, so I've been doing commercial real estate for 25 years, uh, done a lot of different things from retail to, uh, investment properties, multifamily, a little mm -hmm. bit of office industrial, uh, you know, anything that you can think of we've, uh, worked on over the years. So, um, just, you know, something that I've, something I've loved else to, you dig into. Yeah. I just, something I love to do. I, I like to, I like to work on my own terms and real estate and fishing kind of go hand in hand yeah. and allow me to do that. Sweet. That's awesome. And then get to the point where I hope my mom, my wife, my mom, I hope my wife's not watching this, but you also do a dabble yeah. in a little wine services, right? I do. I've got an e-commerce wine business. Uh, it's basically, it's clean crafted wine and, uh, it's, it's kind of like a business in a box. It's set up kind of like a franchise model and, uh, the, the parent company scout and seller. And you know, that the premise there is the, the wine is, is, is tested and made sure that it doesn't have any toxic chemicals or pesticides or anything like that in it. Um, and so it allows a lot of people that can't drink wine to all of a sudden drink wine, uh, again. So just a neat little project, side project I got off into and during the off season one year when fishing was slow, real estate was slow. There's a certain time of the year where both of them kind of slow down at the same point in time and I just cannot sit still. So right. I needed something to do. And, like I'm going to get in a wine game. Well, somebody introduced it to me. My wife couldn't drink wine anymore and somebody introduced it to me and, and she could drink it. I was like, well, this is awesome. And, yeah. uh, I said, I I said let me look at the business model. I said, I said, heck from buying it for you, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll sell it myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never, uh, I've never thought about like you're talking about wine quality. What, what goes, you just assume that it's all the same, you know, good ingredients that there's no reason to even and think twice about it yeah there i mean there nobody else puts labels on their wine or ingredient list and that's kind of scary if you think about it you know people are being more conscious of what they put in their bodies and uh this company is one of the first that's uh, actually committed to doing that and, what, and they're testing to prove it so what's your uh, what's your poison wine wise what you like you know if you'd asked me before i got into this i would have said i'm a straight pinot noir fan and that's it yeah but, that's uh, where i started too but since i got into it you know, wanting to try everything and be able to make recommendations and whatnot. Yep. I try everything now. I mean, I like a lot of whites now. I used to never drink white. Yep. But uh, having white that doesn't have a bunch of added sugar in it uh, really changed my opinion on whites. Yeah. Having some crisp, nice whites in so the summertime. It's a little more dry yeah. than it is sweet, you know? Yeah. Exactly. So you got a defined palate now. I don't know if you can say anything about me's defined, but I, but I do like a lot of different things. Yeah. <laughs> I dig the Cabernets, though. That, that's kind of where I transition to now. The, the Pinot Noir seems a little... I don't want to say watered down, but you know, you yeah. like that more flavor. It's definitely a, a lighter wine, and and I, and I used to hate cabs. I used to hate merlots, but now that I've had real merlots right. and, and some you know good cabs, I, I like that. I like yeah. those. So. Yeah, wine's interesting, man, because you can get deep into it, just like bourbons. You know, yeah. you can go way deep into the how the they make hole. it, what which brand, where it comes from. You know, the whole deal. So, but let's talk about Triple Tail. Yeah, let's talk about this tournament, man. So you came up with this. Mad scientist yeah. idea. Yeah, so <laughs> can't sit still, right? right. Can't, can't sit, sit still. still. It was during that off season, and uh, I just came up with the idea for the tournament. Just I don't know. I, I I like to think big when I think, and so I wanted to do it nationwide. Um, and you know, the problem that I think all of us were talking about before, you know, we 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 started, you know, come up with the idea to do this podcast with it, 
was we've seen a, a real increase in pressure on triple tail. Yes. And uh, it's, it's, I mean, when I first started doing this, it was like a cult following. There's a few people that did it and you did not talk about it. Right. And you mean fish for triple tail? Yeah, fish yeah. for triple tail. Okay, yeah. You know, it was, it was a small group of people, and uh, I mean, heck, trying to get somebody to give you some information on how to do it was was dang near impossible. I remember struggling for a long time just trying to figure it out. Right. And uh, you know, as time has progressed and social media has blown up, I was about to say the pressure on them has just gone through the roof. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, people just want to catch them. They're intrigued by them, and because they're fun, they're fun fish to catch. They they taste good and. You know, this, there's just a lot more pressure on them. So, you know, I'm I'm conservation-minded person in general. I don't believe that you should put every fish back that you catch. Right. But I do believe you should, you know, keep what you need and, and release the rest. I like to release the big breeders just because I feel like that's the right thing to do. I want to preserve the fishery for my kids. Yeah. and it's your I mean, livelihood. I've, and I've got a livelihood that's right. dependent upon it. So, um, that's where I came up with the idea for the tournament. It was to promote conservation and that i felt like if we could motivate people through some really cool prizes and some some nice cash awards that uh we might get a few fish put back in the water and we could keep the fishery going strong all summer long so that you know when a father takes out his two kids right. on the saturday one saturday he has to go fishing instead of you know coming up empty he might you know stumble across a few fish to catch and make some memories with his kids yeah now i i would venture to say that probably half of the fishermen that will that fish Fisher ladies, whatever you want to call it, I've probably <laughs> never seen a triple tail because it's not one of those fish that you can just go anywhere and catch. You almost got to hunt them. You got to hunt them almost like a like a deer or something like yeah, that. You got to go get them. That's yeah. exactly right. I mean, every time somebody calls me and wants to book a triple tail trip, I have to make sure they understand what triple tail fishing is because it's totally different than every other type of fishing. It's you know, you're fishing for speckled trout, redfish. You're going to an areas. And you're fishing, yeah, you might see some bait or you might see a redfish tailing and know they're there, and, and, but you're trying to fish an area to see if the fish are there. Or triple tail, you're trying to find the fish, then you're trying to fool him into to, to biting, and then you're trying to see if you can catch him before he breaks you off. <laughs> and they're super smart. They are super smart. I'm going to flash a picture from, from your Facebook page just of a triple tail here. From, oh, sleepy blackfish. Yeah, in case anybody that don't know what they look like, it's uh, watching along the live stream here, but go ahead. And they're the, delicious. The, they're, yeah. the, they're not much to look at, uh, but they are pretty fish when you get them out of the water. Yeah. Um, they, the, their color change, it's amazing how they can change colors just in your hands. Right. Um, but I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, no, no. Just on like with the tournament and how how okay. how you got it set up. Yeah. So, so I've got it set up a few different ways because I wanted to appeal to a broad base. Um, so we have three main categories. One will be total fish caught, uh, and that's an 18 inch minimum because we don't want people going out and targeting you know fish that aren't legal tr to try to run up their numbers because right. you know because a lot of times when you throw with those smaller fish, you can risk hurting them. Just because they're really aggressive, and a lot of times they'll swallow the hook, and it's hard to release them, yeah. you know, safely. Right. And this is open, right? This is open to anybody. It's open, open to anybody water. in the United States, nationwide. We've got uh, we've got the platform built on Fishing Chaos, which if y'all don't know what Fishing Chaos, I is. saw it on your site, but I don't. I'm not familiar with it. So Fishing Chaos is a technology company that you know they they've been doing a lot of things for a lot of years, but they really have exploded during COVID because of the need for virtual uh tournaments right um okay. so they've created this platform where you can you know run your tournament or run your fishing club or hire guides uh, i mean basically anything you want to do fishing wise they can do it um so we set up the platform on uh, fishing chaos 
and we've got three main categories one, one will be the most our total number of fish caught over the 18 inch minimum size and then we've got total cumulative inches uh, of fish caught um you know say you only caught two fish and one was 22 inches and one was uh 28 inches well then you're gonna have 50 total cumulative inches so right. that's how that category right. goes but it's an 18 inch minimum too then we've got longest fish caught and then those three categories are going to be combined with a point system that's going to crown a grand overall champion. Okay. Um, and then aside from those, we have, I wanted, you know, to appeal to everybody. So we've got an average Joe category, which I'm kind of proud of because I've, I've got some really good payouts on it as well. Cool. And uh, so that's going to be whoever gets the closest to the average length without going over. Um, and depending on how many anglers we have in the tournament you know all these categories and this is all spelled out in the rules um but you know if we get up to certain numbers of entrants then we'll have paying up to five places in some of these categories mm -hmm. uh with some decent payouts and then we've got some prizes from some of our sponsors committed and then we've also got uh we've broken into territories um you know because you know some areas catch more numbers some areas are known for bigger fish right so to try to level that playing field uh, we've also got regional categories, and basically it breaks down to we've got Texas is one, Louisiana is one, Mississippi is one, Alabama is one, Florida is but broken into the Gulf Coast, Southern Florida, and then the East Coast. East Coast yeah. And then if we get an, you know, I don't know how much appeal we're going to have up the Eastern Seaboard, but if we get enough people from Georgia and South, South Carolina, Carolina yeah. into the mix, then we'll uh, we'll expand uh, territorial, you know, regions to those to those areas as well. <laughs> Um, so that way we feel like we can spread it across, you know, make something interesting for everybody that fishes right. for these fish. Uh, an another buddy of mine mentioned to me something about kids. So what we've decided to do on the kids, cause we were a little late getting a quote unquote, like kids division. But when you register, if you want to register your child as an angler, cause he said, that's all he does. He drives a boat and he lets his son fish. Sweet. Right. And, uh, so his son will be able to compete, compete in the open division, but he'll mark a box when he's registering on the Fish and Chaos app and say his, you know, this ticket's for somebody who's under at the age of 18. And we're going to have a, a special category uh, if we have enough, you know, kids that enter the tournament where they'll have their own prize division. So they could theoretically win in the open division and, and, and the kids division. Clean house. I know some kids that can yeah. clean house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's the, uh, what's, go over to entry fees, rules. How does that, where would we go to sign up for it? Okay. So you can go to tripletailchampionship.com and you can, uh, the, the link to, we haven't launched the registration yet, but it's going to be launched uh, next Wednesday, I believe. We're trying to finish it up, but we got Mardi Gras in right. Mobile Monday and Tuesday. So hopefully it's going to go live Wednesday. There'll be a link on that website. It's not the button's not there right now because we don't have it, it live. But the rules are there, so you can read all the rules um, and, the, and the different things. Um, we've got a Facebook page. Uh, if, if you join the Facebook or like the Facebook page, it's Triple Tail Championship as well. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll invite you to the, to the group for the page, and that's where we'll make announcements and post things. Um, and then we're also on Instagram at Triple Tail Championship. Uh, so we'll have some postings there. Uh, we've got, I, I'm sure y'all know uh, Don Gachet. Yes. He builds uh, the uh, Calcutta poles over right. here. Oh, okay, yeah. Yes. Uh, Don's been gracious enough to donate a, a Calcutta pole uh, to the tournament. And what we're going to do with that is if you register before April 1st, you're going to be entered into a drawing uh, to win that Calcutta pole. 
and uh, there's going to be some some requirements as far as you know putting in an entry on social media so so we know that you're in and, and right and for it and then we'll have the drawing for that we'll do that live and uh hopefully somebody's gonna that's awesome. get a cool pole to go bust some of these fish yeah. with <laughs> well, you, you got another local guy on deck with you too craig's doing all your artwork right yep Brumfield. he's the tri- triple tail guy yeah he's a triple tail guy but yeah, he, yeah. He fishes that, with that, that's somebody y'all are gonna have to worry about right yeah. there craig, you, craig gets after him he does Do you have too. The, uh, artwork i can pull it up real quick yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But well he, actually he, i might have a better one for you uh well, we'll save that for a later reveal. Use the black and white for now because he's not fit. He might get more to me because right. okay. he's not yeah, done yeah, with the yeah. color yet. But yep. let, y'all, let me, I'm going to pull it up, Joey, so just keep yeah. going. Yeah, he uh, he called me on the way over here today and we we're uh, shooting the bull. We talk every once in a while. And uh, so, of course, when I came up with the idea, he was one of the first people that I called to talk to. I said, look, I want you to design the logo for the shirts yeah. this year. And uh, he, you know, he he came up with a jam up design. And uh, I got one of his triple tails in my house. It's well, he, amazing he's done uh and i always butcher the word but the yeah yeah i do the same thing i don't know yeah. come, it's, come, it's, come, yeah. come, come, chameleon i don't know yeah. what it's called it's awesome G- gotcha or whatever yeah. yeah uh he did a print for me a long time ago uh, i caught a really big fish that i could not get revived and so uh i said well i've always wanted one of these prints and i've always put the big ones back so I'm gonna use this one and, and got a print with it, and uh, it hangs up in my bedroom, my house, and even it's my awesome. looks. They look amazing. Oh, even I've my wife it. loves it. I mean, she yeah. says that just looks classy. Yep, <laughs> yep. Awesome. I got the logo right here, so I'm gonna flash it for the people on the. Yep. Uh, there it is. Let me pull this down real quick. Uh, hold on. Signature, Craig Bumfield triple tail. He is so talented. There I mean, go. if y'all yeah. don't know Craig, y'all y'all need to go check out oh, his work. I, I've I got mean, a, I've got his artwork in my dad's house and my house. Like we buy stuff all the time when we go down to. Uh, uh, Peter Anderson Festival. Yeah. He's always got a booth set up right there. We've been trying to get him on the damn show. Uh, <laughs> I told him he needs to come talk to you guys. He you, always talk, hanging out at the house. Yeah, you, yeah. You've talked to him a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To y'all might have to pick up the studio and carry it down there. We'll have to down down the there. He's always messing with turtles or something. <laughs> you know, he, Craig. Those, those, those artists, man. Those, those artists. Those swordfish bills he does. Are, oh yeah, I like the, the eye sockets. Those, well, that, are, those are cool yeah, too. But yeah. Those, yeah. I just can't believe the detail. I mean, like. It would look like I took a Sharpie and just colored the, the bill oh, if yeah. I did it. I mean, just Screw the, the scenes that he draws on those swordfish bills are amazing. And it's – have you ever seen him after, like, one of the, the big game tournaments? It's like he's he's got so much stuff that he's bringing home with. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. He's got more work than he knows what to do yeah, with. He's, ta- he's, he's talented. definitely talented. But, uh, we've I, got I, some other sponsors that have come on board, too. We've got Isla Mirada and Stewart Boatworks. Um, they're, they're our official boat sponsor uh smith optics has has come on board as a sponsor and providing us some prizes uh we've got cajun rods um okay. who's a sponsor and they're going to be providing rods to the winners um got killer dock i don't know if y'all heard of the killer dock but they're mm-hmm. a company based out of mobile uh alabama and, and they've got uh these cleaning stations that they put in from texas all the way down to miami is that the aluminum ones yeah they're made out of like air yeah yeah uh, i see aircraft grade uh aluminum right and then they've got some with canopies and whatnot uh they actually uh just signed on this morning uh to be a sponsor so they're going to donate a table that's going to go to the grand champions oh wow um and then who else am i leaving out we got some other ones in the works uh coming but we don't have it official yet so how, do, how does it work when you, you're talking about fishing chaos and being able to go from Texas pretty much all the way up the East Coast if you want? How does it work when you catch the fish? Can we explain yeah, that? Yeah, let's everybody? go through that yeah. process. So, you know, the first thing is I'll, I'll address like the regional categories. So fishing chaos has a technology to where when you submit your photo for the length of the fish, and it's in the rules how you have to take the photo. Okay. Uh, it will know if that fish is caught in Texas waters, Louisiana waters, Mississippi waters, whatever. And, 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 
you've got to turn that feature on so it's not automatically on. And there's there's links that when you register, you'll be able to watch to see how to turn it on and make sure it's on on your phone if you want to participate in the regional categories. Okay. But uh, but it, what's cool is if you got somebody that fishes Louisiana, but they also come over and fish in uh, Mississippi, they could enter both regional categories as long as the fish was caught in you know the Mississippi region, fish yeah. was caught in that that region because the uh uh already did the thing no, about no it. don't worry about it it happens it happens don't worry about it Go um. Uh, but they can they can com- realistically compete in multiple regional areas because right. of uh, the technology. Now you don't have to; you can just compete in the open categories and the average Joe if you want. But uh, so you're going to take a picture, and it's defined in the rules how you have to take the picture. You know, it's a certain way with the fish laying down on a certain side, and you know it's got to be certain things about the fish and showing and not cut off and that sort of thing. Right. And then you will take uh, a, after you've taken that picture, the angler, you know, you'll start a video, and, and the angler will pick the fish up, you know, show the length of the fish, pick the fish up, and then go over to the side of the boat and uh, release the fish, and have to show, you know, a video of the fish being released, and then they'll submit that. The each angler will have a uh, Google Drive to submit their videos to, and those will be uh, confirmed. And so there's, you know, it's all spelled out in the rules on how to do these things, and to get a qualified entry, you know. Do you have to release the fish? You have do, to. You do have to release what, the fish. Okay. What happens if it, like, you, you know, it happens sometimes they, you, the fish dies. Does that disqualify that fish? That that would disqualify that fish because we have no way, you know, we want to, like I said, we want to promote putting some of these fish back. Right. We have no way to, you know, know if somebody had, had done something. Correct, correct, uh, correct. To the fish to kill it, say, oh, I can't release it. So and to keep it an even playing field. You know, you have to release the fish. Yeah. It's got to swim off. Yeah. And yeah. so, I, I mean, there's, <laughs> no, there's be, nothing wrong with yeah. that. That's, yeah. that's a great yeah, way to do it. Yeah. I, I think, uh, who was it? Uh, the guy who runs Lucky uh, Outfitters, Mr. JL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, man, y'all need to have a, a, a special, in our tournament, our sheepshead tournament for uh, live release. And he brought his up live. He had a redfish, weighed it live, walked yep. down to the dock, let it go. And yep. I was like. Yeah, we've been do do, we've been doing that in Mobile in some tournaments. A lot of the summertime tournaments have started moving to some. It's not required live in what way, live way in, but a lot of people have been, you know, trying to do that. Uh, it's a little harder in the summertime to keep them live, but it is right. possible. I mean, I, I've kept you know six pound trout alive in the summertime and, and weighed them and release them. But uh, also the Bog series over there, which is a artificial only wintertime tournament series, they started several years back. And uh, and then the Winter Classic that's fished over there, uh, you actually got bonus points in the Winter Classic if you weighed a fish alive. I think it was a quarter of a pound you got. So on a five fish creel, you know it's extra a pound and a half yeah. or yeah. a pound and a quarter you got added to your creel by keeping them alive. So we've been trying all the tournaments over there have been trying to encourage uh, catch and release yeah. on these big breeders. Um, and then when they changed the regulation to where there was an upper slot limit, you can only keep one per person. You know, that, that created some, you know, strategery yeah. you had to come up with during your, your tournament strategy because you had to go try to get two overslot fish. Yeah. And then you had to try to find three slot fish, which is usually different areas. Right. That's one of the cool, more cool things that I feel like we've uh, been exposed to doing the podcast is the fact that so many anglers are promoting conservation now and then see it go into the tournaments. It's, it's really cool because – I don't know about over there in Mobile, but I know over here, I don't think anybody would say the fishing is extremely better than it was 20 no, years ago. Especially right? not triple tail. Yeah. Well, kinda, everything. Everything yeah. took a hit. Our, uh, I got to give kudos to our regulation officers over there because, you know, usually the, the government entities are behind, you know, they're changing regulations when the problem's already 
there or, right, or really right, bad. Right, right. And our guys, you know, they kind of, I feel like they got ahead of, uh, we had, I, I feel like we were going to have some really pro- big problems in our speckled trout fishery and they got ahead of it and, you know, they brought the creel limits down, they upped the minimum size and, and put up upper slot limit in. And as somebody's on the water, you know, a lot of days out of the year, um, I've seen a, a definite improvement in our fishery because of that, but there is a definite mindset shift in a lot of these anglers as far yes. as I'm getting a lot of people that want to do conservation trips. We'll do tagging pro the C Lab's got a tagging program in conjunction with CCA. Yeah. And there's people that want to go out and all they want to do is tag fish. I've got this on one a old, paid charter. On a paid charter. That's cool. He he comes in every year from Texas. His grandfather brings him because he wants to be a marine biologist. All he wants to do is tag fish. And the coolest thing that's happened to one of his fish so far is we caught it uh in July and it was at Liberty for almost a year, I think eleven total months. And that fish came back to almost, and, and, and no, this fish does not live in this area during the wintertime just because there's, I mean, there, we fish down there. There's, there's no, yeah. no life. Yeah. And that fish came back to the same place within 200 yards that's awesome. of where he caught the fish 11 months later. That is, yeah. that's cool. What's well, cool to be able to track it. USM does the same thing. Yeah. They've doing it. They've done it with, um, uh, especially automobile. They do tarpon. They've been at big uh, Mississippi States doing tarpon and then USM does it where they, you just get tags. And once you fill your tag book up, they'll give you a free shirt. Yeah, I used to tag like fish for uh, Reed Hendon. And then, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's great. It's great yeah. for the especially tarpon because tarpon's another one of those that's on the triple tail list. You don't just go throw a fish over on a reef and catch a tarpon. You know what I'm saying? You got to hunt them and you, to be able to watch them and see where they're going and think. You don't think a Mississippi waters, even Alabama waters, hold a lot of tarpon. You know what I'm saying? But there's a there's a few out there. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Richard Parker in the comments said yeah. that uh, he's will- Bass Tactic is willing to donate to the tournament. So, oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, put you in contact with him. Maybe he can throw you all some stuff to uh, give away or whatever. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. He's a- Bass Tactic, real cool. Um, high school. Yeah, high school fishing, uh, obviously bass. But uh, we've we've worked with uh, Mr. Richard before and live streamed some of his way in. So another yeah. another fishing junkie out there on, awesome. on, on Facebook. It's all over the place, man. Yep. fishing junkies everywhere <laughs> yeah but i think that's cool man integrating the technology like that uh you know joey and i did the sheep's head tournament and we wanted to pick that fish just so that people that didn't have a boat could still participate and and, and win if you know yeah. very easy to fish win off the bridge or oh, anything yeah like that's that. awesome yeah. right but uh to, to do what you're doing and have that, that that fishing chaos and now being able to go the entire you know like we said texas to the east coast that that opens up a lot of opportunity for a lot of people to compete and hopefully have a great tournament man absolutely and yeah what it's six months yeah we're gonna say? run from may 1st to october 31st okay and is there any halfway point or quarter points it's just straight through it's just straight through and we'll 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 calculate it all up at the end and and let the cards fall where they do yeah. i'm guessing that the leaderboard is running the entire time on fish chaos it is it is running the whole time uh, we're, we're we're making some decisions. I'm, I've got uh, my my panel of uh, experts, experts or advisors, whatever you want to call them. And, right. and there's some. There's, we're trying to decide how how much we want to put out at what because we don't want to discourage participation. Like somebody th- like they got behind the eight ball or whatnot. So uh, we may keep the longest fish active, and then you know maybe make some of the other categories to where they're released. You know maybe on a monthly basis or something right. like yeah. that. Right. Just to just to see how it all. That was my next question. Do you have to be registered at the beginning of the tournament, or can you register throughout? You can register throughout. You will save fifty dollars if you register before the start of the tournament. Okay. Did we say how much the registration fee was? Registration fee is two hundred fifty dollars. Two hundred fifty bucks, and that's okay. for the six months. That's six months of fishing. Yeah. Um, and 
if you if you do register after the tournament starts, you have to register a full twenty four hours in advance before landing the a fish, fish that, to enter into the tournament. Okay, gotcha. so you can't so you can't, can't go, can, you can't go catch that thirty three inch triple tail. So, oh, I'm gonna go get buy me a ticket and right. take the pictures and release them and, and get them in the tournament. You've got to be registered. 24 hours in advance, and that's to prevent people from right. doing oh, yeah. stuff like that. I wasn't, wasn't going to uh, participate, but, but I caught a stud. look at this guy. Now <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, you see it every year. I mean, the, the guy that catches, you know, the 27-pounder the on trout tackle because he's riding back in in his stouter, and yeah. it, it was just sitting there laying on a crab pot. Yeah. yeah. Do uh, do the payouts change as people enter? The more people enter, does it kind of fluctuate? They, they do. So uh, I think, and, and it's on the uh, rules, but I, I want to say it's a, around a – at 100 anglers, I think we're paying out three places in almost every category. Then if we get up to 500 anglers, we're paying out uh, maybe four places in every category. And then if we get up to 1,000 anglers, which I think is more than doable with the geographical range. We're right, covering, right, the amount of area um, you cover. We're going to pay out five places on uh, just about every category. So, I mean, that's five for each state territory, five for the average Joe, five for the longest, five for the most, five for the uh, cumulative and then the grand champion, uh, it, it, I think, is, is the only one that pays out one place. Yeah, that's a pile of money, <laughs> dude. That's that's it. a pile of money, and I'm that's sure it. you're gonna have door prizes, or y'all got t-shirts, or what? we we got shirts that are gonna come with Craig's Craig art, stuff on, on, yeah. art on it. Um, that that's gonna come with uh, your registration, and then uh, if somebody wants to get extras, we're, we hadn't got figured out how we're gonna work that out yet, but we're, we're gonna figure that out. Um, we don't know if we're going to, because of that, this is one part where we're, what, you know, we've got so many things to figure out ahead of the start. Right. Uh, we, we're trying to figure out how we're going to do, whether it's an awards presentation or whatever you want to call it, uh, with people being spread out potentially across be a, a big geographical yeah. you region. Could, you could do, like you mentioned, like a Zoom. A virtual. Yeah, yeah we might like do what that. we're doing right now. We could help you set that yeah. up if you needed to. I'd okay. be you know people can just jump on with their cell phone and, and be a part of yeah that. we might might do that i'd love to do something in person because i think For it'd be sure. good yeah. to get everybody together sure. and talking and and whatnot and then you know maybe do a live broadcast like you could do a mix of both yeah right. absolutely have it have that way people somewhere. that can't get up here correct can 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 especially if they out. win especially yeah, if they exactly. win yeah, they're gonna be a part well, of that. i don't know these checks hopefully are gonna be big enough to where this we'll, gonna make them want we'll, to come we'll hold the money for them <laughs> though, they don't want to get it. hold it for a day or two yeah. yeah well look where can we uh where can we send people you mentioned the website is that the best place to go to get that, info? that's the best place to get info uh they can email me at jay at irishwakefishing.com if they have questions um but yeah the, the website and then the instagram page and the facebook page are great sources to uh, keep up with, you know, new yep. sponsors that we're going to be announcing. Uh, we've got a couple others outstanding that are uh, should be getting back to me in the next week or two. Um, so that those, those are all great avenues and to keep See, up with what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. go smash sure. the go smash the like button. So right. when you think of next week, you're thinking next week you when, should be Wednesday. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go live. Like I said, Monday, Tuesday, or Mardi Gras, so <laughs> Mobile kind of shuts down. But, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Wednesday we'll, we'll launch and, and go live to, to register. And if, again, if you register before April first, you're going to be entered into and, and do the and we're going to uh, announce what you have to do on our social pages um, to get into that drawing. You're going to be entered into the drawing for the Don Gaucher, uh Custom uh, Calcutta Pole, which is you know about a two hundred dollar value if I That's, if I remember yeah. right. So it's, it's a really sweet setup. Like getting yeah. your entry fee right out the gate, no doubt. back, you know. Exactly. And if you, what if you cut a, caught a stud on it? You should give him a prize if you catch a stud on the Calcutta <laughs> ball. Double down, catch it on the one ball. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, for yeah. sure. What about if people want to book a charter with you? Let's. Uh, they can go to my website. Uh, it's uh, irishwakefishing.com. There's a book now button there. 
Um, and, and I run my charter bookings through Fishing Chaos app. Uh, okay. So they manage all that. Um, but there's, I mean, that they can either contact me through the website. My, my information's on there. If they have some questions, uh, I've got a couple different trip options uh, on, there, on the Fishing Chaos app. If you click the book now button, you'll be able to see the different trip options. And then I think they're on my website as well. Um, but they can they can find me there, email, phone number. You and then fa- I, Facebook. Yeah, that. I'm on Facebook. Irish Wake Fishing on Facebook and Instagram as well. How Wait. does it uh, How does it work if we want to come over there? What do we need? I'm talking about mobile wise, Alabama wise. Oh, like license wise. Yeah. No, no. In Alabama, we're different. I don't know how you'll do in Mississippi, Louisiana. You know, I, I know when I go over there fishing with a guide, I've got to buy a license. Yes. Right. In Alabama, our guide license covers the right. people Same while they're on our boat. Does. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, we appreciate your time. Yeah, I, appreciate I love what you're doing, me. man. That's, yeah, that was a good cool. time. Yeah. Good stuff for sure. So uh, everybody, go check it out. Go smash that like button on the Facebook page. Hell. Enter the tournament. Yeah, go win the damn there. thing, and then yeah. come on and talk to us about That's it. That's right. Well, That's right. Y'all have to interview champ. the winners. There we go. We definitely do that for sure. For sure. So, uh, thanks everybody for watching on the live stream. Everybody in the audio land, uh, we hope you're enjoying it. Yep. We got cool stuff lined up, so y'all keep tuning in, and we'll keep doing them. Yeah, appreciate it. Yep. See y'all later. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, we've been looking at the numbers here on the Audio Land podcast, and they've been growing, 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 and growing. So it really means a lot to us. I hope that means you're digging what we're doing. Uh, But if you want to reach out to us on any of the social platforms, man, Facebook or Instagram, hell, we're even on Twitter. We're at BrownwaterB, all one word. Shoot us a message. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know who you'd like uh, us to have on the show, man. We're always down for a uh, referral or recommendation. And also, don't forget to jump over to brownwaterbanter.com. That's where we got all our merch for sale, man. If you want to support the show, go grab you a Brownwater hat or a hoodie. Uh, we got some dry fit shirts, long sleeve, short sleeves, you name it, we got it. Go check it out. And as always, we appreciate it.